Imagine yourself surrounded entirely by cool, relaxing water. You're adrift on waves that span an entire planet. An ocean planet called Watero. Watero. Watero, a planet so full of water, they had to name it. Watero. Watero. A peaceful planet ever since the native fishmen, the Waterians, imprisoned the pirate Captain Bizarrely and his crew in a glacier. Until invading forces came to Watero. Watero. Aquatic aliens called Mantanas who seek to conquer Watero. Watero. After their planet's water sources dried up completely. Luckily, Watero has also attracted the attention of an interplanetary underwater salvaging team known as Tiger Sharks. Tiger Sharks. Who transform into sea animal human hybrids to protect Watero. 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 Today, on the Days Past Tooncast, we will be discussing Tiger Sharks. Tiger Sharks. Welcome, listeners, to the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. And this is episode 49 of the Days Past Tooncast. And in celebration of a year and coming up on 50 episodes. We're ending. We're ending the show (laughs) in a good place. We said we've said all we came to say. All the characters' plot lines will be wrapped up. Yeah, we're packing stuff up at the studio. Yeah. It's. I'm going to leave room for a sequel, though. Oh. It'll say the end? Dude. Question mark? Or that's... someone will open their eyes after you think they're dead at the end of the whole thing. That's clever. So we'll reboot new actors. Yeah. Playing Will and Travis, the parts oh, of Will and Travis. We can just put on wigs. We can just put on wigs. I've got a face for wigs. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've always been told. So in, in honor of those 50 episodes, uh, we are talking exclusively for three episodes about the Rankin-Bass production companies, Mm -hmm. cartoons, the three cartoons that they made that all fall under a heading of, is this Thundercats? Nope, but it's close. (laughs) That was the official branch. Because we started this show based on a conversation we had on the phone about Thundercats. We just talked for two hours on the phone. We should record this This shit night. Someone should pay us for this. They still aren't, but it's still worth it. So we started with Thundercats on our first episode. That's the show that inspired all of this. And uh, there are two other shows out there, Silverhawks, which we've covered before, and this show, Tiger Sharks, (laughs) that follow what I would call the Rankin-Bass formula. Man, oh man. Same voice actors. Yeah. Same animation studio overseas, same composer. 
every all, all the same ideas just rebranded over and over again. It's just like Coke Zero, Coke Zero Cherry, Coke Zero Vanilla Cherry over and over. They're handing so many pots. They're like, hey, let's just do it. Let's yeah. just go in. And they did it. Mm-hmm. Tiger Sharks, the underwater one. <laughs> it's, that's just probably the... It's basically Thundercats meets Sequest meets Baywatch. Because there's a lot of beautiful, beefy boys yeah, walking are, around yeah, in, in wetsuits. Like, there's but, way more boys on display than anything else. All built like a gymnast. Yeah, they're super squat. Like, they they all look like they were compressed by being underwater for too long. Like, yeah. like at the depths of the ocean, <laughs> like, they all have super stocky bodies. Just lots of muscles. Wow. Rippling. Man. So many accents, too. Well, more than your typical Thundercats, for sure. Like, uh, the setup is, you know, these tight, they're, they're this underwater salvage thing. I didn't even realize that they were from Earth originally because you've got seven people. Two, like one has a thick British accent, Lorca. He has like a, like a working man's British accent. Yeah. You also have Dolph, <laughs> who turns into a dolphin eventually, who has kind of like half a Scottish accent. Okay, okay, hold it. It's only me. Just kidding around. It's Tiger Shark Dolph. Morgan to Tiger Sharks. I think I've located the X-400. I'm moving out of the bubble to take a closer look. Some of these people that are on this team, even though they seem to be from Earth, they're space, they're space alien people. Because yeah, because yeah, Octavia, she is green, has green skin and alien features, and then Lorca has purple skin. Yeah, and that's like not even a <laughs> you can't. That's just not. I don't know. Maybe in the distant future, Earth has gotten to where we're diverse enough. You know, these are our new skin colors. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Or like we mentioned in the, in the 80s, we we're into skin dyeing. Yeah, that's right. Skin dyeing is now all new, the rage. Yeah, you know, you remember. Yeah. You remember. A uh, little background on this show. Water. Yeah. All you really need to know is <laughs> Thundercats and water. So Tiger Sharks was actually part of a Rankin-Bass kind of, vari- not a variety show, but a, a an anthology, I guess, as you might put it, because it had multiple cartoons on there, none of which matched the tone of this show at all. The other ones look like Hanna-Barbera style. Uh, yeah, but like, okay, yeah, he, Travis is doing a nice uh, <laughs> little break dance smooth breakdance over here because it was uh, the comic strip and they had Karate Cats or Karate Cat, which was exactly what it sounds yeah. like. They had Mini Monsters, which is a camp for all the kids of famous monsters. And they had Street Frogs, which at first I thought was a ripoff of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. But it's more like Fat Albert if they were frogs is what it looks like. Yeah. And they're all, all breakdancing. All you see them do is breakdance. And the, it's, uh, yeah, intro. it seems like a, a show probably rife with problems uh, in today's <laughs> society if you were to look at it in this climate. <laughs> But maybe we should check it out sometime because I, I definitely want to come back to Tiger Sharks. There's only 27 of these puppies or yeah. 26. We got to watch all of these. There's no excuse. C O M I C S T R I P. They were so happy. Yeah, and I'm happy to have watched it. Me too. The comic strip ran only in 1987. Uh, I'm sorry, yes, 26 episodes. That's it. That's all they could squeeze but out. It, it, wow. Yeah, I don't think it caught on for some reason. Uh, this is the lowest budget look. Even though the animation is good and the designs are really cool, it is like, for some reason, it just seems the lowest budget. Yeah. Whether that's accurate or not, that's just, it is uh, the multiplicity third copy, the copy of a copy mm-hmm. of Tiger Sh- or of, of Thundercats. <laughs> They're all going to become Silver Thunders, Silver Thunder Tigers. Volcano Dogs. I like that idea. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, fire magma-based dogs. Mm-hmm. But we're so stuck on certain animals. Like, we can't get away from dogs and <laughs> just a few other things. <laughs> the theme song tiger for Tiger Sharks, the yeah. opening is like 
15 seconds long. Yeah. I, they, <laughs> Short this opening this entire show is like they, if you watched like three Thundercats on 1.5 speed, yeah. like pretty much stuffed into these 20 minutes. You're right. There's a shit ton of stuff happens. And the opening is like, dun, 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 dun. Okay, it's over. <laughs> like they just get it out there. But the theme song is so corny, even compared, like the Silverhawks one, top five easily and it's very fitting of the show because it's got all these futuristic synthesizers thundercats we know is classic the opening for this so short and the song sounds like it really should be for like a 70s variety show or at very least like a game (laughs) show like dun 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 dun, like a show called you got a tiger by the tail hey come on up to you got a tiger by the tail you got a tiger (laughs) by the tail got a tiger shucks pick that tiger you got a tiger by the tail hold on But very catchy, very catchy nonetheless. Lots of horn. Uh, As we've said before, Travis, horn heavy. Wow. Tiger Sharks, Season 1, Episode 1. Originally broadcast September 7th, 1987, entitled Voyage to Watero. Watero. The Mantanas arrive on Watero and free Captain Bizarrely and his crew from their icy prison. The two factions forge an uneasy alliance to conquer Watero and kidnap Lorca, a member of the Tiger Sharks working alone on the planet. The other Tiger Sharks venture to Watero to save Lorca with the help of their leader Walro's latest invention, the fish tank, which transforms them into sea-animal-human hybrids. With these new abilities, they save Lorca and stop the evil alliance. At least for today. I would say this is not just a plot dump. This is an eye dump. There are so many characters forced into the screen all the time, like way too much going on. Yeah, for sure. Seriously, like they must have heard me in the past talking about how little happened in the first two episodes of Silverhawks and Thundercats because... Man, does a shit ton of stuff happen? Oh, yeah, or yeah, you have origins, everything, man. Everything. It's all going on. Yeah, no, I mean, some of it I appreciate because they get to them transforming into these beings, the tiger sharks, yeah. really fast. So I appreciate that, but it feels kind of breakneck. Like I felt <laughs> at three minutes in, I'm just now meeting thunder, uh, tiger sharks, and I am confused already, like as to who I'm dealing with. They probably felt like they they had a winner on their hands, but they knew it wasn't going to last the distance. So they're like, hey, let's let's squeeze it in there, guys. It really feels like they sold the formula. Chop. chop. Yeah, get it out. It feels like they sold the formula, the, the Rankin Bass formula, to another company yeah. to use on the down low, you know? And then it's just like they ran it through the computer system and it said, hey, this is what, what the algorithm spit out tiger sharks, Ooh. which are actually a thing. That's also kind of like Thundercats, Silverhawks, none of those are real, but tiger sharks, those are real sharks. There's not a Thundercat? No. Out there? No? No. Silverhawk? No, Travis. I thought that was. What did you think they were? I thought they were real animals. No? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to tell me what you think they were, but I don't think you want to go that far with it. <laughs> so it is very complicated because you have four factions, ultimately. You have the Tiger Sharks. Yep. You have the bad guys from space, which are the Mantanas. <laughs> Joe Mantana. <laughs> Throwing together names. Yep. You also have the local bad guys who are freed from their icy prison where they've been for all this time, which is Captain Bizarrely and all of his pirate crew. Dragonstein. That is the, oh man, I can't wait to talk about them because that is like the Disneyland version of bad guys. Oh man. And also there are the Watarians, which are the, the native fish people who are so adorable. They're just so cute. I just, they seem like they'd be about 
three feet tall mm-hmm. and super skinny, just pink skinned fish people. I just want to have one. And for some reason, they can be out of water. Yeah, we I, don't, get down to that. I don't understand them. There's a lot of <laughs> concerns about breath and who can be in water and who can't be on this show. There is a company out there in the Tiger Sharks universe who makes spaceships that can also go underwater and they're only clients. The only people keeping them above water, so to speak, are the cast of the Tiger Sharks. Because you've got two gigantic spaceships for the Mantanas and for the Tiger Sharks. Both their giant ships are spaceships and water ships. And the Mantanas can't breathe above water. They're not even, they're not amphibious, they're aquatic. Yeah. So when they're on their spaceship, you don't realize it first because it's not colored any different way, but they have bubbles coming out of their mouths. They can only survive in water. So anytime they're dealing with anyone above water, they have to be immersed in either some kind of reverse water suit yeah. or like a bubble, <laughs> a, a spaceship that's like a bubble, like a, a, a personalized spaceship yeah. or something like yeah. that. Between the name of the planet, yeah. which is... Watero. It's just water O. It's yeah. <laughs> it's literally spelled water dash O. Once again pulled from Thundercats with Lion O. Yeah. And and the names of the character of the Tiger Shark specifically, which we'll get to in a minute. It's just the the laziest naming I didn't see in it. the world. I, <laughs> I'm I, kidding with you. I, yeah, your work ethic is different than mine when it comes to names. I it is just so on the nose. It they are either placeholders or it is them saying we just don't give a damn anymore. Like you know what, you guys bought it the first time. Apparently it's okay. So you you're, it's your fault for letting us get away with this. We're going Watero in. it is. <laughs> So yeah, let's talk about these these tiger sharks. Um, we? It's a cool concept. Like they are, I mean, they're not superhuman to start with. Again, we don't know. There's humans and what seem like aliens on this crew, but they're all humanoid. Yeah. They all just look like people that are just colored. Some of them are colored strange. They all at least have eight to 10 fingers. Yeah. Some of them do kind of look like elves though. Yeah. Like a few of the guys have pointy ears and their faces are just so animated looking that, and they're kind of stocky. So I don't know if they're dwarves or elves or whatever. They look like some kind of mythical race. Right. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> And they also, some of them kind of resemble sea creatures. Uh Uh-huh, from the jump. Yes, because they, and they already have names that are related to the sea. Uh Walro. (laughs) These are not, these are, I mean, some of these names actually exist. Uh, Dolph, that's like Dolph Lundgren. Or is it Lundgren? Lundgren. Yeah. Lundgren. Lundgren. Both of those. (laughs) It's both on top Mm -hmm. of each other. Dolph Lundgren, that's a, you know, Dolph, Dolph Lundgren is a name, as is Dolph, uh-huh. and uh, Octavia is a name. So some of those work. These characters are going to turn into hybrids, yeah. animal hybrids, and there's no seemingly, like, any rhyme or reason technologically why they would turn into these, except that they already physically resemble them and or are named after them. <laughs> right, yeah. And how does the machine know that? Because they get uh, Walro, who is kind of like, I don't know if he's the leader. He, he built the machine. He, he built he the does machine. He does machines. machines here. He does aqua machines. What have you been up to? What is all this? A way for man to breathe underwater. <laughs> like a fish, huh? Exactly. The professor, he's turned into a walrus. Incredible. <laughs> Come on in, tiger shark. The water's fine. <laughs> water's fine. 
he's been working on it for a couple years off and on in their ship. It's it is as big as a room. It's a ten thousand gallon tank. It's an above ground pool. Yeah, like with technology surrounding it, and they act like they have not. Where did you get this? They say or something like. like how did you not see this? Do you never come into his lab? And he just says, "I'm not even going to explain it to you. I'm just going to jump in." It's he too weird. In. It is too weird, and he just turns into a walrus man, and nobody reacts to it except for excitedly to jump into the thing. What is what is this world where this is normal, new but normal? Yeah, I don't. I don't you can't have like nobody thinks it's weird. No one's really worried. One person wonders after doing it, "Can we change back into humans?" That's all. That's it. That's the only concern given to it. Again, it does get us to the episode quickly, which I appreciate. But you could probably have be this fast and have somebody, even one person, have anything resembling a realistic reaction for, to or for just some concern. Any concern. Mako jumps in automatically. Yes, and his name is Mako. <laughs> Mako turns into a Mako shark. Yeah. Uh, well, later, Lorca turns into an orca whale yep. man. Octavia really ha- gets the short end of the stick mm-hmm. because she turns into a woman. Her, she just is herself, but her head turns into an octopus, like a Medusa-style right. octopus. So she kind of doesn't get a good deal on that. <laughs> Some of them become naked, like hybrids, uh-huh. like Mako and Dolph, who becomes a dolphin. Yeah. But some of them keep their clothes on. Just those shiny seal bodies. Yeah. This is this is truly what I we've been saying about yeah. Thundercats, which yeah. is seal babies. Uh-huh. These are seal babies. <laughs> These are shiny, muscular seal babies. But some of them are naked and some of them keep their clothes when they turn into this. It just seems to be the luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. It's not even woman versus man because, like, Angel, I think, turns into an angelfish, whatever her name is. Yeah. She, I think she loses her clothing for the most part, but it's that she's just an animal now. Right. It's like the first episode of Thundercats oh, yeah, yeah, that we covered they, yeah, where they were naked. just naked. Yeah. A naked. Naked. They was naked. Oh, I wonder if they all got into oceanic things because they were named these this way. Like, did their parents uh, name them? And each of them was like, you know what? I guess my name's Mako. Sure. This is the hand that life dealt me. I guess I'll just lean into it and be an o- underwater salvager. They all grew up on, on a beach town. And, yeah. yeah got and then they it. all got together. And they're like, oh, you're this way too? You're named Dolph? Uh, that, that. And then they just Your said- Your parents a weird hippie? Yeah, a weird exactly. Fucking beach hippie? Named you Lorca? <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking Lorca was going to be L- apostrophe orca like la orca you yeah. know like that that's a name i can get behind yeah. la orca angel could have gone anyway you angel would have been fine she could have gone to the city and that dog that dog just got that yeah the there's, there's the a dog that just appears out of nowhere <laughs> like this show is so busy with other things that when it needs a dog they just draw it in halfway through the episode like the 14 minute mark it just appears and guess what the dog also gets into the tank his name is gup mm. and he turns into an adorable guppy puppy hey, you know what they didn't go uh you know then they didn't phone it in they could just done a dogfish. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They no, they made them. In. They again, the designs all look great. I like them when in their transformed versions. Like they look very super heroic. Yeah, I really like the concept. It's a little conflicted and confusing. There's too much going on. Yeah, but I like the the general basic idea. Oh, for sure, man. Like I told you before. I think they've been trying to make the Thundercats movie for a long they time. Yeah, the or they action. say I don't know what trying means. I don't know either. But, I, but <laughs> every we, every day they do different makeup tests right. in front of the yeah. camera. I, I think I've seen Hems, Hemsworth being Lino. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I start researching and it's just I think it's just fan stuff. It's not going to happen. I don't know. But anyways, I think they should really cut their teeth on the making of Tiger Sharks. Yes. That way the expectation is super duper low. Yes. We impress, and then the next step would be the TC. If you can do well here, and because this show as complicated as it is, yeah. the the core of it is underwater salvagers who are protecting a water planet right. from evil. Michael Bay could have oh my God. Or his way with what's this. His, who, who's the guy who did Avatar? 
Cameron, James Cameron, yeah. JC. Cameron James. Yeah. Uh, Cameron dash James on my files, the director files. Yeah, yeah. Like he could do, I mean, or something like that where it's, it needs to be grounded because the Thundercats, I love Thundercats. Yeah. You know this. Oh, I do. You know this. There's yeah. no question, but it you're, is. You're right. James Cameron would be a better fit. You're but right. it's a very complicated, inherently complicated. Whereas this show, the actual core of it is not complicated, really. Yeah. It's a pretty like simple, like superhuman good guys who work underwater. Yeah. Like James Cameron did the abyss, didn't he? I think he did. Maybe. If he did, even more. Man. And oh. just get uh, Ed. O'Neill? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who was, who, who's the Ed that was in the abyss? Oh, damn it. He was a 90s guy. He was in a bunch of, he, he, uh, Ed Harris. Yeah, the, Ed Harris, Harris yeah. yeah. Get Ed Harris back as somebody. So get him in there somewhere. <laughs> Gift off Lundgren in there. I don't care. But like, yeah, this this concept, I think, <laughs> I don't even care. This is how I cast movies. I say, I don't care. Just get somebody in there. I love it. You're, I like you're, to, you're as lazy as the fucking writers over ranking right. Bass. I bastard. like to cast people based on, are you named the same as the character already? Man, I love it. <laughs> yeah. But I would love to see it. I think that. it would be great. Just pare it down a little bit. Because yeah. this show has two sets of bad guys and they're both pretty crazy, but... One of them is cartoonishly crazy, yeah. and the other one is like not very well done sci-fi guys. I only need the uh, the T, the, the T Ray, yeah, T Ray yeah. and the Mantanas. Only, only need them. T Ray and the Mantanas sounds like a soul group. <laughs> it is, it is, <laughs> or a surf band. <laughs> So let's talk about T-Ray and the Mantanas for a second. Yes, there's, please. I love their de- debut album, but that's all I can really listen to. I, there's, I, I, I like their live shows. That's yeah, is that really it? Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. There's not a lot to say about them because they don't, they're three people. Right. And two of them equal about a real person because they're like two feet tall mm-hmm. and they're just nameless face. I'm sure they have names, but like, it's just a little great, like, uh, like you said, an overgrown gremlin yep. who has a weird voice and another guy who looks like a dwarf who doesn't even speak as with far the, as I can tell. With a spaceship that makes no sense coming from an aquarium owner. Yes. Makes tell, no me about, sense. tell me about this because I want to set it, I'll set it up this way. They are in a manta ray looking spaceship. Right. That has water on the inside. Yes. It is a flying aqua unit. Yeah. So, an aquarium. Yeah. Yes. And you have, tell us, what do you have? I have an oxalotl, which is a little <laughs> salamander. Oh, oxalotl. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you have an aquarium, you have to cycle that aquarium for four to six weeks, you know, to get the ecosystem correct to, right. to live in there. Right. So if they're hopping in their spaceship, is that thing constantly always is it is the ecosystem good in there? What's what's the deal? Because you can't just hop in some fresh water. Yeah. Well, I was wondering also, like, because they they only breathe underwater. They don't yeah. breathe above water. And they're like we said before, like they're constantly in different things that allow them to stay in water. But how often do they change out the water? Because does that have to happen? It can. Like well, I know with fish, you need to do that, don't yes, you? Because yes. it gets dirty. Right. And so how often they do they change out an entire spaceship full of water? You, you would at least need to do a, a 10 to 25% water change. I feel like I'm talking to a plumber right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just pull out a little bit off the top, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's, it's a... Again, they're very, very concerned with who can breathe where on yeah. this show. And they, they stay consistent with it, I will say. Like, they once established, yeah. it stays consistent. But it seems like it's going to set up some stakes that are going to come into play <laughs> oh, later. Sure. But only when necessary. Because later, like, uh, Dolph is under the water. He's in his dolphin form. Yeah. And they're worried 
about him getting enough air. Yeah. They've been underwater this whole time. And only once he's starting to get like strangled by this thing is he, are they worried about his air? And the guy says, Dolphins need air. And then he's like, okay, well, get him up to the surface. But he's a walrus. Walruses, Walruses need, need air, air too. too. Yeah. Why is he not? Why are we not concerned with him? So I, I anticipate when we watch more of this show, every episode, somebody's going to need air and they're going to remind us that animal needs to breathe or that fish can't be out of water because that's also brought up. Yeah. Like that, that's all the time. Or eventually, Mako just gets a taste for. Blood. For human blood, kills, kills yeah. Because <laughs> we all know sharks are human-seeking missiles. Yeah. They are out there for you and your family. He kills all of his cohorts, maybe, later on. <laughs> Probably so. I, I mean, well, yeah, definitely Dolph. Yeah. Because they love that dolphin meat. Dude, that's like Crips and Bloods, bro. Sharks, <laughs> yeah, and, sharks and dolphins. They've been beefing for years. Dude, they have. They've been fishing. <laughs> so the main main bad guy of the Mantana is the leader, is T-Ray. Cool mm-hmm. design. Um, He yeah. looks kind of like a like a human manta ray, I guess, kind of. just It's like, imagine one of the mutants from Thundercats, but he's an underwater right. version of that. That's it. <laughs> but there is no Mumra. There is no big, bad, like super scary person. No Mumra or Monstar from Silverhawks. A, a bunch of weirdies. Yeah, nobody seems to really take the top dog position, and they're all weird. And T-Ray's voice, I gotta say, I was very surprised. Are you sure this is a good idea, T-Ray? You got a better one, Walleye? Our own planet's dried up. Why do I sound like this? What hero will be our base? His minion had a better voice than he did. Oh, yeah, It right. seems like they flipped the voices, and he doesn't even have a cool accent. He just straight up talks like this. <laughs> and it just seems like that's a total minion yeah. that you would send after somebody's voice. I like the idea that they're looking for a planet because their planet dried up. I guess they come from a water planet too, yeah. or at least they're underwater on their planet. Yeah, he, he took the last cycled water and threw it in the spaceship. <laughs> and that's all right. Well, that's a good point. Where does that water come from? Are they going planet to planet stealing water? You don't have to conquer the planet to live there, also. Like, you can just come live in the ocean. There's probably a lot of it to go yeah. around. The planet's 90% ocean, they said. And then we also have the other side of the bad right. guys, uh, which is Captain Bizarrely. And his motley crew, which I can't wait to meet the rest of them because there were other ones. They're frozen in a glacier. Like on this planet, in the past, the native Watarians had frozen them in a glacier to that's their justice system. If you're a criminal, you're not put to death, nor are you in prison. Prison equals frozen in a glacier. If you're, for wearing, years. If you're wearing dictator uh, tassels yeah. on your shoulders. Oh, uh, man. The uh, Captain Bizarrely has a Cuban accent. He looks like a kind of dried up zombie midget man, and he's wearing tassels and a, and a dictator's hat. He's basically a Castro with red tight pants yeah. and the Ugg boots. Giant Uggs. Yeah, he's, he's sporting the sorority. <laughs> special like the skinny leg uh spinny leg spandex into the big boots right Capitan come to thank you for freeing me from my icy vacation won't you join me aboard for a friendly chat whoever you are his second mate or his first mate is it first mate that's think, your best buddy? I think so. Okay. We're going to go with that. Yeah. Your second mate's your next after the first divorce. I'll go back. <laughs> that happens sometimes. He has I kept writing Frankendragon as a joke, and then right. they actually said his name, which was Dragonstein. Wow. A It looks like a man. They animate him like a man in a Godzilla suit. With bolts on his neck. With bolts on his neck, and he is literally stitched together. It's a Frankenstein dragon. What? <laughs> Where does this come from? The world is in, is inhabited by Watarians. Where these beings come from, they look completely out of a different cartoon. Space hell. Yes. Just a terrible, weird weird character designs just assembled from scraps of paper that they found on the floor of the Rankin and Bass animation studios, with, probably. With, with a little bit of the news in there, like the normal news, and that's how they yeah. got the dictator stuff. I think this is like... 
We've talked about it with Filmation. We've talked about it with Rankin and Bass, yeah. where I think there is a hierarchy of we have a studio. We have guys just designing shit all day. They're in the lab. Mm-hmm. They're working in the lab late one night. And then <laughs> they're passing it down. The pa- there's, there's like a hierarchy of like Thundercats. Uh, Castro Man, I don't think so. Franken Dragon, no, thank you. Okay, pass along to Silverhawk. Silverhawk says, eh, no, we we have second. <laughs> it's like right of first refusal goes to Thundercats. They're like, then Silverhawk. They're, like, they're like, wait, we'll take this bluegrass guy. Tiger Sharks. Yeah, we'll take the we'll take the we'll take Monstar. We'll take uh, the guy with the tuning fork. Absolutely, we'll use that <laughs> as his main weapon. Then it's like these are just like this could almost be villains in Eureka's Castle on Nickelodeon or something. It like, gets that way, man. For sure. Like, Franken Dragon looks or. For, Dragonstein, both of these introduce the idea of Earth culture is on this alien planet because right. he dresses like a sea captain at very least and has a Cuban accent. He is not from Earth. And he's on a phone. He's on, Yeah, he's on a phone making calls to the other bad guys for him to be called Dragonstein. Impl- when we call something as like a like a Frankenstrat is what you called Eddie Van Halen's guitar. Okay. Because he put it together from various pieces. So like Frankenstein, who was assembled from various pieces of people, that's just a shorthand for saying that you assembled something, right? Kind of in a ragtag way. Right. Yeah. Okay. So calling something Stein would also work, like like saying Bridezilla. So with Dragonstein, we know that what you mean. It's Frankendragon. But that's a reference you would only have if Mary Shelley's Frankenstein exists on your world. <laughs> like you have to have Frankenstein existing yeah. to make that make sense. That's like, true. So this is a completely different planet. And unless they have a bunch of cross-pollination with Earth where they've absorbed our pop culture, where we not only have Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, but also the Frankenstein on the screen of the 1950s who had, or the 40s or whatever, who had the electro bolts in his neck and everything. Yeah. Again, this belongs on another show. This shouldn't be here. That's true. And so it's just crazy <laughs> to me when they do that. Like, it's not, as a kid, it's just great because you have another dragon on the show. But he's like, and he is just the weapon. He's a living weapon. Yeah. But it, it doesn't make any, internal sense for that to happen. Really him and more so Captain Bizarrely, which that name, with that name, he could have been a SpongeBob SquarePants guy. That's Like true. with a name yeah. like Captain Bizarrely, he even calls something bizarre at one point. It, it's, it, and it is kind of like, I guess with all this going on, like you, there are cartoony things on Thundercats and right. even on Silverhawks, but they get introduced over time and you kind of feel like it's like, oh, we just needed another episode. On this, they're saying, no, we want all of this here from the beginning. It's like they introduced the Robears and Mumra and the Mutants and some other bullshit all in the same episode. <laughs> The real threat is that these two evil sides are going to join forces. Right. The T-Ray and the Mantanas, and (laughs) really, Captain Bizarrely also sounds like, and the Pirates, they sound like, these easily sound like weird bands. Yeah. So they're going to team up, but when they meet up, they're fighting, even though T-Ray and the Mantanas freed them, but their first thought, the Pirates, is to fight them. Yes. They call a truce because T-Ray announces over a loudspeaker that they're on the same side. They're, they're for the same cause. That cause? What's that cause, Will? Evil. <laughs> what other cause is there? He asks. <laughs> there's, there's a bunch. What the fuck is, are they even doing? It seems we are both on the same side, Captain Mazzari. We have the same cause. And what cause is that? For creatures that live underwater, 
There should be. There's a bunch. There's a bunch more causes. You can throw a couple more causes on your plate. Environmental buddy. causes. Yes. Like actually, <laughs> T Ray's cause also could be environmentalism. Yes. Like we don't need to waste water anymore. Don't kill. There's plenty of causes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crustacean rights, all yeah. sorts of things. For someone who, yeah, whose water just got, uh, you know, sucked up or whatever. Yeah, yeah there's a but bunch for of an evil person, there is only one cause. We know this. But that, look, <laughs> Mumra, I believe. The most evil On Thundercats, ever. I believe that Mumra is so corrupt that he does worship at the altar of evil, but also because it brings him power. Yeah. And then the Thundercats, I believe in their dumb names because they were born a tiger or a lion or a panther. Like, that is part of their culture. They would be named that way. It's who they are. With this show, you have characters who are named after fish and things like that who then turn into them after the fact they turn into them. It's not that they are named for that. They are named and then they turn into those things. And these guys are not worshiping at the altar of evil. They are after power and riches, but they claim to just be bad guys for evil. Like, I, it, it, these things are just so on the nose. This is what kids say when they're playing superhero. It's right. like, I'm evil. <laughs> Again, it's evil means cool. That's it. That's all it is for these guys. It is. E- evil equals tubular. <laughs> Rad. And it just, it undercuts any, they're not sinister in the least. These characters are not, both Monstar and Mumra are head and tails, head yes. and tails? Yeah. And, shoulder, and tails and shoulders and fins above any villain on this show, and most villains, where yeah. they truly feel evil. There's some like some they, evil power they tapped into on those they shows. They do worship their Satan. They yeah. just don't say it. No, no. They totally are into <laughs> these evil spirits, yeah. and they're just truly evil, whereas these guys just are like Saturday morning cartoon, wringing their hands, just like, yes, yes, of course, it's all going to plan in. And they're twisting their mustache and everything. <laughs> Silly. But they agree. And so, of course, in doing that, because they're both just out. Okay, if you worship evil, how can you trust someone else who worships evil? Because evil really kind of means selfish at the end of Correct, the day. They yes. don't say that they're after power, riches, or or out, out for themselves. Yeah. Just for the for evil at large. But that really means I can just be an asshole I'm all the time. Killing everyone. I'm going to kill everyone. I'll step over you. I'll use you in any way I need to. Yeah. So why would you trust another evil person? You can't. We've known this. Have they not seen He-Man and the Masters of the Universe? Right? You can't trust Skeletor. So, Especially someone you just meet. Yes. And they do this thing that I think is so dumb but so funny. And they did it on, on with Mumra and the Mutants, too, honestly, on Thundercats. And I pointed out them. Where you have two sides that are clearly going to use the other. They're not actually wanting to work with them, mm-hmm. but they're going to work with them in hopes of getting what they want and then screwing them over. And you have both sides essentially saying... Of course I won't stab you in the back. (laughs) Oh, of course I wouldn't expect you to stab me in the back. And as a result, I absolutely wouldn't stab you in the back. Just this on-the-nose lying tone of voice that is like, at least say it differently. Sure, turn around. Yeah, the way they're saying it is like, I can't wait for this partnership to last forever and ever. I know what you mean when you say that. Are they not? I think they're so busy (laughs) thinking that they're clever that they're not listening to what the other one says. Because if they did, they would realize, oh, this guy's going to try to fuck me. So it's game over. Yeah. So I need to watch out for him because they will act surprised when this sort of thing happens. Eventually, they're going to try to screw each other over and they're going to act like it's a surprise. Oh, man. They only have themselves to blame. Evil, evil, evil. Evil, evil. Here's the thing. Evil can be kind of neat looking. Yeah. But. You don't have any friends. It's hard to keep friends when you're fucking people over all the time and you can't trust any of the people that you think are so cool. So choose good. Yeah. Or at least middle ground. (laughs) Choose middle ground. Days days past message. Days past. Be in the middle of any fracas. Right. 
the tiger sharks, they do some cool stuff in this. Yeah, they do. They Well, because they fight those... At one point, T-Ray, I think, fires these missile metal eels. Yeah. And they, the animation, on top-notch at that point, at them, and they're electrified and all this stuff, and they seem to have artificial intelligence. <laughs> but that's when they're worried that if they destroy— Like, if, here's, here's another conceit. Aside yeah. from the breathing stuff, they mentioned a few times, what if we get stuck in these forms? And the only way that's going to happen, them getting stuck in their sea animal hybrid form— Is if they can't get back to the If they the can't get back world. to the thing or if the, if the pool gets destroyed. So yeah. if the ship gets destroyed, they can't turn back. I mean, one, I don't know how bad it is being a dolphin man. You're not that different from what you are. Yeah. But that is easily going to also be the other conceit for drama that they're always going to have. That right. and I got to get breath. Like, how can we get these things? <laughs> so they start talking to each other with missiles flying at them at seemingly high speeds. They're saying, oh, no, the missiles are coming. If we can't get back to the ship in time, they'll blow up the ship. And if the ship blows up, we'll be so it's like in all that you're saying, you could have fixed the problem. Right. It's one yeah. of those dumb things where the bullets are flying at me. That and, and T Ray is just uh eliminating his resources. He's I mean, those those mm-hmm. eels can't be cheap. No, 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 and no. Where's he gonna get them from? He has no That's a good out. point. He's he probably up, when here's maybe ah, you know what? So they're an underwater salvage team. They're going to probably salvage those and ultimately accidentally sell them back to T-Ray through some kind of shell corporation. Arms deals. Yes. Yes. They won't even realize that they're selling it. They're just selling, you know, pieces of shrapnel and and scrap metal and stuff like that. They don't realize it's going right back. You're right. Yeah. They only break them up and and slice them in half. So they're totally repairable. Totally. Yeah. I think so. Oh man, this is like almost an Iran-Contra situation. It is, man. You saw the tassels. This is dangerous. Yeah. You saw the tassels. You saw the tassels. You saw those tassels, right? He tried to hide them. (laughs) But like that scene... It's not particularly high. There's no fast action. It's it's more Thundercats slow action. You right, know, like just yeah. if you can fight at that speed. <laughs> uh, music is great it as is, always. Man, awesome it. horn heavy, big drums, guitars, all these cool things. Yep. In fact, I think even more horns than usual for a Rankin Bass joint. So what I noticed also is that like all the other Rankin and Bass cartoons, there's always been a lesson at the end. A moral something. I mean, you had the Silverhawks. The one we did watch was the uh, he taught. You know, we're learning about space <laughs> the or whatever. Moral is the, the moral, Earth is the third. Yeah, <laughs> planet. Yeah. Um, Thundercats, pick your you know, pick your thing. Don't yeah, let, you know, uh, whatever. But this one had none. It had no moral. Thing. No, so it's I wonder, just action. There's no depth to it. <laughs> I, I think the <laughs> only didn't want to do it. I don't know. The closest they had, and yeah, it's funny because this show is on a show. I thought the that comic was. Strip. I thought that was their thing. That was their well, niche. Well, I mean, not as much as filmation, but yeah. I in fact, I feel like they're better at it than filmation because they tend to weave. It, in Thundercats, it feels like it's weaved into the story. Right. Like learning how Lionel is not relying on his friends and that kind of thing. It actually has connection to the story. Uh, yeah, in this case, it's weird because the comic strip is clearly, the show that it's a part of, is clearly very kid-oriented, even more so than Thundercats, I would yeah. say. Yet, they, it is just bubblegum. It's just straight up like candy for your for your mind and your heart yeah. and your brain to just watch and say, all right, cool. Done. Pass it through my body. Hey, kids, this is Dolph. Don't let your neighbors touch you. Or <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that would be how Filmation would go after it. Yeah. <laughs> don't even let your neighbors near you. Don't trust anyone. You have a real paranoid moral that they have. <laughs> you can't trust the government. That's why you need this many guns. Don't let your dad tuck you in. Bye, guys. <laughs> I think the closest thing to a moral wasn't actually a moral. It was more like a, this is a bad, this is the bad example. Right. Because at the end, they've saved Lorca and he was, you know, apart from them when they had the reveal of the fish tank and all this stuff, Lorca's the one that was kidnapped. Yeah. They all save him. He has not been home since they have changed into these things. When he sees them changed into the fish people, he's not concerned at all. He's like, wow, what happened? Really? 
that's amazing. Okay. And then just goes with it. He gets back and they're just like, okay, time for you to get in. And the way that they're all crowded around him, because he hasn't gone in to see what he would change into right. yet. It feels very like Rosemary's baby or something. Like, it's just like, don't you want to get in the tank? Dolph? It's great. We all did it. It's full of Kool-Aid. It feels uncomfortable to me. Now he goes right in. He doesn't, but I almost feel like, well, maybe he realizes if he doesn't get in, that they will do something to him. They'll make him get in. Mm. Don't you want to get in and see what you turn into? And he does. And he, of course, turns into... And then as he's getting in, Octavia says, I wonder what he'll turn into. Do you? Do you wonder what he'll turn into? His name is Lorca. <laughs> Good, for God's sake, his name is Lorca. It's like if someone got in and their name was Fish, yeah. it's like, I wonder what he'll become. He, he turns into a sea turtle or something. Yeah, I totally... Yeah, that'd be, I would love to see a sea... I wish they would have varied it a little bit more like that because... There's a couple, I think, of shark-type people. I want to see a couple more right. variations. I would love to see a sea turtle man. Since they are called the tiger sharks. Yeah, but a lot of them aren't sharks, though, is the I, thing. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Throw, yeah, throw a couple more sharks on the or team. Or even give me—, give me. Well, that's why the show shouldn't shouldn't be called Tiger Sharks, I think. it's What, what are you going to call it? Water folks. Water folks. <laughs> Water fire. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Whatever. Water fire? <laughs> <laughs> Water, fire. Yeah, Let's there just you go. throwing words together now. I want to know who was on the show. Cast. 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 It's the same as Thundercats. Awesome. Better check your water. Because it's time for Travis's Tune Cast Toy Corner. 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 <laughs> All right, Will. So you said 26 episodes for this cartoon, correct? I sure did. Yeah. So with that came some inflated toy prices. Oh, yeah. I thought you were. <laughs> I honestly thought when you said inflated, I was like, some inflatable toys to go with the water theme for this show. Some water wings. Yep. No, no, no. Just some toy prices, sir. So first off, man, off the eBay way here, sir, is our favorite little water alien dictator weird character captain bizarrely yes sir god i can't believe he got a i can't believe they i honestly i didn't think they made toys of this show oh yeah I, i'd love to I, I i know the toys prices are inflated but i'd love to own any of them I, would, great I, would, I really would too designs man. i would okay too. but not this guy he sucks god he looks like a ghostbusters <laughs> villain like anything that looks out of place and strangely cartoonish should be a ghostbusters villain god this is a terrible toy it is man he comes with a flute gun i guess he, it looks like or it's like a horn it looks like a horn on the end under to me underworld do they call it a flute gun i don't it's something rifle i can't yeah, I can't make that out. Uh, it, yeah. And, you know, man, they used to do this all the time. They would always have the accessories. Often they were painted all one color. Yeah. Like, no detailing on it at all. Were they just lazy? Who made this? Who made this? LJN Toys. Oh, they've sir. done a lot of stuff. They have. Yeah. LJN. Mm -hmm. Tiger Shark. Shout out. All right, Will, any guess on what this might set you back? I'm going to give you some days past tokens. $300. Sir. Nope. Higher? Higher. Yep. $750. You bastard. You went too high. $650. Damn. Well, he is. I mean, it's, it's, is this pristine in the package or? This one is going to be, yes, very pristine, sir. Nice. Mm -hmm. Next up, we're going to touch base on a little wall row here. I love wall row. Yes, sir. LJN I like toys. Him. Yeah, I do too. And I guess we find out by this toy package that Guppy was his dog. That oh, yeah. That's dog. how they talk about okay. it. In the thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're like, he, to wait till wall row sees this, he's going to really love it, <laughs> I guess, because he's horny for the ocean. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah, he's a he's a freak and a yeah, creep, right? He's, um, he's got a water philia. Yeah, right. So this uh this toy is in all sorts of 
disarray. This package is horrible. The man. package the is horrible, but it's great. in the package. Yeah, yeah. The package is just, you know, oh, stripped down, water the, damage, all that good stuff. I wish I could read what's on these price tags, these old price tags. One of them looks like Toys R Us to me. Yeah. Um, one of them says actually $3.98. The orange tag says $3.98. Man, that's a high price toy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember when I would go to a Toys R Us as a kid and the toy, like action figures, X-Men action figure was $5. That's what they used to be yeah. at that time. Uh, and then I kind of remember them climbing to about 10 by the time I stopped, maybe. Wow. I'm dude. talking about it like it's like I'm 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 talking about at a 12-step meeting. Yeah. Like, man, it was only, this, you know, <laughs> beers were a nickel when I first started, but by the time I got off the train, that, that booze train, they were $20 a hit. Once I was breaking into houses, yeah. things went south. <laughs> All right, man, any guess on what this Walro with a little guppy <laughs> might cost you with an, in a horrible package, by the way, just horrible. So let's say $500. Mm. $400, mm. $300, $200, $799. Okay. So I, I was not reading your hmm He's very super well. rare. Well, I guess so. He must. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. He he looks kind of like, he also being uh, an, <laughs> they gave him boobs, by the way, because he's chubby. Right. Um, he is just a, a walrus head on a man body, basically. Yeah. And with a mustache. So he could easily also be in another cartoon, I would say. He's the one that would fit into another cartoon best of the Tiger Sharks. He definitely could. And, you know, they... Chose an interesting uh, character to make their guy that does machines. Oh, wait, this guy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This guy, ch he changes heads. I think maybe if you just turn his head around or something, he because it says over in the You're corner. right. It says he it changes does. into his human form and back. How wow, wonderful. Oh, dude, that is cool. Still not going to pay that much money for it. No, it's, it's cool, not $750 cool or not whatever all, it was. Sir. Not at all. And at the very least. You know, I would say no toy is $750 cool. Uh, I could I could possibly do that if I, I know. Well, yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> depends on <laughs> what time of night. Yeah, right. All depends. All right, man. Next up, buddy, is our favorite little gremlin boy. T-Ray. Yes, sir. Baby. Now, this package is a little, it's, yeah, it's actually really good. <laughs> Working Aquamask. Yeah, right. Almost like it. They, these should have been packaged with, like, things that you can use in the pool. I think that would have been a better marketing ploy. That's, like, you know like what, a, that's true. a snorkel mask yeah. or something. Just bath time. Yeah, yeah. A little bath time toy. Yeah. Oh, this is a cool toy. I like, uh, I like the looks of him. I don't know why he's wearing a swimsuit. Seems like he would just be in the water naked. Yeah, well, I mean, it works for him. So it does work for me. It looks good. All right, man. So LJN Toys brought us this little ditty, man. How much for it, good sir? This is a not really pristine, but good enough package. $682. Mm. Well, well, well. Yes. Well, well, well. Yes. <laughs> $240. Really? Yes, sir. Why is this guy so low? Yeah, it's just the way it goes. Oh, wait, wait. I, I always forget. This is not what people are paying yeah. for. This is what people are asking. <laughs> yes. And this person might just be more realistic than these other motherfuckers. You can definitely uh, shark these people down for sure. Yeah, and I will. Mm -hmm. uh, shark them down, huh? I want to say, last but not least here, we're going to go over a little used Mako action in this I piece. love him. I, I, I think I sent you a front and back shot there. Wait, kinda... okay. I forget. Mako has, is just uh, a Caucasian male with uh, like dark brown hair, but he has a white streak in his hair yeah. down the middle like a fin, which yep. is exactly what happened. So this, the fish tank even knows what color your hair is yeah. to turn it into a fucking fin. It's ridiculous. And you and you can see by his uh, his design there that I think he changes. He changes into too. his, yeah, that looks great. That's a cool toy. Yeah, this one's used, and uh, this one could be in our studio, so keep that in mind when making a guess, good sir. Okay, uh, $55. Mm. Nope, $34, sir. Ooh, why is this not here? Why are you not in my house already, right? Mako? We need to do it, man. We need to do it. Need to uh, last but not least, I'm just going to tell you, uh, you can get just the paper backing for one of these toys for $50 for Dolph. 
<laughs> that that always is crazy to me. Like, what what value could this possibly truly have to a person? Uh, I mean, it's you're only just, you're dismissing it, and you can maybe you can tape it and kind of present it in your place. But, but you never holds, holds no value. I was gonna say, and that's just gonna look like shit anyway, unless you're really careful with your taping. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on this edition of the Days Past Tooncast, the 49th episode. Mm-hmm. Nifty 50's coming. Oh, pally wally. <laughs> Over the hill, buddy. Yep. So join us next time on Days Past Tooncast for our very special 50th anniversary yes, episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 50 years, Travis, you and me. Man, Who thought dude. we would have made it after right. all these years. In the meantime, if you'd like to reach out to us and, and uh, wish us a happy 50th anniversary or any other cool thing, or just yell at us online, or I, I don't know, I'm a, totally open to negative commentary from you guys if you want to send it. I'm tough. I can handle it. Any sort of picture. Anything. <laughs> Any sort. I, I don't know. If it's legal. Yeah, if it's okay, a legal picture, right. send it. You're yeah. right. I'm sorry. I didn't clarify. Then you can follow us on Twitter at DPTooncast. You can email us, dptooncast at gmail.com, or you can follow us. How about and you can follow us okay. on Facebook.com forward slash DP Tooncast. And if you're bored, um, please be sure to check out our rap music video on YouTube. It's a parody mashup of 1992's X-Men animated series theme. Mixed up with Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. Just search Days Past Tooncast. It's called X-Men Attack. Um, uh, double up. Uh, uh, uh. uh, Check it out, guys. All right. Tiger Sharks. You're on the list. Dude. We're coming back to Watero. Yeah. Will will, will we stick to episode? We'll just go two. We might as well. I mean, we're doing that with Thundercats. Yeah. We're doing that with Silverhawks. I think with these Rankin and Bass. And Dinosaurs. We're doing that with Dinosaurs. We're we're watching each episode three times because there weren't enough of them. (laughs) (laughs) Psych. Tiger Sharks, Watero, we will be back. And until next time when we cover Thundercats, Mm -hmm. I will say, Tudor, my duder. Travis here. What's arrow? What's It's so rhythmic. Uh, <laughs> you have a good point. Thank you. You. Oh, you have see a good it? Point. Oh, it's a, yeah. Let me zip it up, Professor. Oh, no. Speed fueled this technology. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the speed. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, boys and girls, it's me, Scary Man. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was doing a dwarf there for a second where he was on his knees. He was going to put the shoes on. Yeah, baby, 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 ye